Yes, hello, this is Kenneth Anderson's podcast, and it's the 1st of June 2021. The time is 2026, and it is Tuesday. Now, today I've been busy, not only at work, but also uh, picking up a new washer, because my old one was broken. It's the ball bearing in these washers that goes when you have used it a couple of years. This is, of course, also because they wanted to break. Because my parents had a washer uh, that lasted for more than 30 years. They believe it's actually 35 years before it broke. So it can be done. You can actually make stuff that lasts a lifetime or pretty much uh, a third of a lifetime. But why do they not do this? Well, of course, then they are not going to sell anything. There's actually an education that you can take that provides you with information about how stuff breaks and how much you can do to certain appliances before they break, meaning how can you produce something as cheap as possible and still maintain a certain amount of longevity, but only a longevity that lasts two or three years before it breaks. So this is also the downfall of this consumerism, because you cannot really buy a washing machine that lasts many years. Oh yes, of course you can buy something that is 10 times as expensive as the cheapest one. But here's the problem. You cannot guarantee it working 30 or 40 years. You can perhaps, maybe, if you're lucky, guarantee 10 years. But that is not any guarantee because the company could have become uh, or gone under or belly up, as they say, before <laughs> before the guarantee is over. <laughs> so then you are left with a worthless piece of junk that you cannot uh, return. So this is uh, something that has been on my mind and on my younger brother's mind for many years that qualities have gone down. Qualities of computers, qualities of appliances. They know how to make it last forever or some, yeah, not forever, but a third of a lifetime. But they do not do this because they cannot sell new stuff to you. And they want to do that, of course. So that's why you see that Many of the old appliances are still holding up. It's still running smooth. And three or four year appliances are breaking down. <laughs> and it's very frustrating because, as of course, a lot of people are concerned about the environment. But are they really concerned about the environment? Or are they concerned about making money? which is basically worthless piece of paper 
that uh, your government has invented. There's no real, no real solicity behind money. There was once that you had to have gold to back it up, a gold reserve to back your money up, but that has long gone. So now the bank can basically invent money out of thin air, out of nothing, and you pay interest on that, of course. <laughs> so when you investigate the money system, you find out it's a big scam. And the scam is on you, of course. The scam is on me. It's not not on the big banks. Because here in Denmark, uh, the banks are actually um, taking money away from you when you put money in the bank. Yes, I know it sounds ridiculous. It sounds uh, not plausible. But it, yes, it, it actually is. It's... Um, you are paying negative interest on money, uh, and that's about, uh, I believe, about twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars. If you have more in the bank than this, uh, then they are going to take <laughs> some of that money away. So that in the old days, it used to be that when you put money in and a lot of money in, you could get interest of this money of this money, but no, not anymore. <laughs> so so the, the banks is actually running the show. They have always done this. You could see it in the last crisis or crack uh, where you saw that the governments around the world bought uh, their banks out, or not bought the banks out, but they basically bellied them out, or they uh, <laughs> went out for bankruptcy and then they could not go out for bankruptcy, the banks, so they had to be saved by the governments. And of course, this was also a giant big scam, and the scam was on us, of course, the little people, so to speak. So how come we do not think about the scam being greater than the banks? Perhaps we are being fooled into believing a certain way. Of course, what I'm talking about is the mainstream media is all, all talking about uh, a passport that we all is going to carry around. So none, none of us have ever uh, talked about, it's a bit strange who decided this, that the whole world is talking about this passport. Very strange indeed, because shouldn't it be individual countries that make their own decisions? Perhaps it is the New World Order deciding what we can talk about deciding our minds, taking over our minds. It's basically a giant uh, form of mind control. And they have done this for many, many years. I, of course, when I go to work, I can hear what people are talking about. And it is the talking points of the New World Order. It's the talking points that they want us to talk about. 
They do not want us to talk about the secret societies. They do not want to to be exposed as the crooks that they truly are, as the con men that they truly are. And the con is, of course, to make you fear leaving your house, make you fear your fellow human beings, make you fear <laughs> simply interacting with other human beings. And once they have put this fear in you and me, they have control over us. They, they had control over the guy with the mustache in Germany. They had control over the man in Soviet Union who also controlled a lot of people through fear. So fear is something to be avoided. I have been talking about uh, how to avoid this fear for many, many years. And one of the things is, of course, meditation. But the other thing is prayer to Jehovah God, the Almighty One. And no, I'm not one of Jehovah's Witnesses, so you need not to worry about that. But as I have been explaining many times, we human beings, all seven billion of us, we all come from the same place. We all come from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, and so forth and so on. Well, that means that we come from something that could be placed in the head of a top of a needle, but that could also be placed in the head of a top of a needle. That's our father and mother. But that could also be placed in the head of a top of a needle. That's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. Now, that I see as highly intelligent made. Therefore, there have to be an intelligent creator behind it all. Now, I believe his name is Jehovah God, the Almighty One, and he sent his one begotten, true-born Son, Jesus Christ, to earth to teach us something. We all know the story about the merciful Samaritan and how we should act in this situation. But we also have to be aware of the fact that the garbage can that we are all carrying around and eating out of, and I can only define my own garbage can, <clears throat> my garbage can consists of violent video games, violent movies, movies who portray people's bad behaviors as something that you can allow yourself to be entertained by. The social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest of the crap, SMS and Messenger. And also the mainstream media, or the lying media, who constantly tells us what to fear and how to get rid of your, our fears. This is stuff from the garbage can. And of course, I'm not eating out of the garbage can anymore. So I am refusing to accept anything that comes from the garbage can. And I urged you to do the same thing. And then I urged you to <clears throat> consider the fact that Jehovah God is everlasting loving kindness. He is the place to go if you want to experience everlasting love and kindness. Well, that means also that my personality 
if I want to be truly friends with Jehovah God, I have to be mild at heart. I have to be a loving and caring and kind human being. I, wa- I want to basically take up the struggle of my bad emotions, anger, resentment, disgust, anything that hinders me to becoming truly happy and content with my life, meditating on how I can show love and kindness towards myself and towards others, because this is the most important thing. That is that we are all going to die eventually. I do not know when or how, nobody can predict that, but we know where it is going, all of us. So what comes after death? Well, Jehovah God promises us a resurrection. He promises us that through our faith in the resurrected Jesus Christ, that we can all participate in this. Now that means that when we get a resurrection after death, there are books that is going to be opened. And each one is going to be judged by what is written in these books. After our deeds, so to speak. So, if your book reads, you were a very unpleasant person, who resented everyone and were disgusted by everyone and you disgusted everyone around you, well, then that's going to be a bad judgment for you. But it could also say that you were a very loving and kind and caring person who thought about others besides yourself in a loving and caring and kind way. And I believe it's going to be much more enjoyable if the last thing is what is standing in this book, what the book is saying. So it basically means that we can all change to the better. We can all alter or change our personalities to be more mild at heart, to become more loving and caring and kind human beings. But we need to be aware of the fact that what we put through our eyes and ears is extremely important for our well-being, for our happiness. So if you are filling your heart and mind with gossip and um, things of the nature of bad uh, human trademarks, then yourself is going to be infected by it. But you can also allow yourself to be affected by positive human beings who has something positive to say about life, who has some interesting and uplifting stories to tell. You can listen to this in podcasts, you can listen to it uh, on radios. You can find persons with personality traits that you admire and that you want to have in your own heart and mind. And then you can pursue them instead. So it is very important to 
be very selective about what we put through our eyes and ears. So once we come to this realization, through meditation, we can also alter our inner thoughts. This uh, critical person who perhaps is very critical of you, who talks very badly to you, you can actually turn the volume button down on this inner person. And by doing this through the meditation, then you can start to realize when you meditate, you get in tune with yourself. Without external distractions, without the noise coming from outside. And now you can truly work on becoming a more wholesome and loving and caring and kind human being. Because now you have taken your own life back to yourself. You do not allow other people, other people's bad behaviors, people in the secret societies to alter your mind in the direction that they want. You have started to develop yourself to a human being that Jehovah God truly loves and truly cares about and truly wants to make shine in this world. <clears throat> so it's very important that we realize that we can actually change our own personalities. We can actually change our thought patterns in our heads. But it requires us to say no to things that might affect us in a bad way, in a negative way. And when we do that, we realize that, how come I have not done this sooner? Because it's a much more pleasant place to be in our minds where we feel in tune with Jehovah God, the Almighty One, and His one begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Because once we do that, we realize that nothing else matters but showing this everlasting love and kindness. And by showing everlasting love and kindness, regardless of people's race, regardless of people's personality traits, good or bad, then you can start to be stronger as a person. Then you can start striving as a person, setting goals in your life that you can achieve, but without pushing other people away from you or down in the path of exploring your own possibilities. So very importantly that we start this journey today. We are basically living right here, right now. I'm not living in the past. I'm not living in the future. I'm living right here, right now. So getting in tune with yourself through meditation also means that you get in tune with living right here, right now. So that you become aware of your senses, aware of the beautiful creation that is planet Earth. That we realize that it's not the screen that is going to provide us with happiness at all. 
but on the contrary, perhaps sadness instead. So you could look at life that has been created by Jehovah God and see it as his beautiful mind in creation. And then you get a small glimpse of him. You get get a small feeling of who he is as a creator. Because our minds cannot really fathom his because we do not live forever as he does. So that means that we as human beings get very anxious. We speed things up. We think that life has to be lived in a certain amount of high gear in order for us to feel happiness inside. But it's actually when we slow down, when we slow down our breathing through meditation that we truly realize that striving for this fast life, striving for these emotions to be put upon us, well then you can actually you can actually get stressful in life without even realizing it. And when you start meditating and slowing down, you realize just how much stress you have been under. And stress can actually make you take bad decisions in life. Also, close friends can also make you take bad decisions in life. So surrounding you with good friends who have the same positive outlook on life, who strives for the same thing as you do, it's also very important so that you get affected in a positive way from your friends and loved ones, of course, also. And if you have a loved one, I would highly suggest that you start to have conversations with that person on a regular basis, perhaps even reading some self-help books, that you can start molding each other's mind to a firm mind of love and kindness to each other. Because accepting who we are also means accepting who they are. And once we do that, we see perhaps the beauty in our relationships. And once we see our beauty or the beauty in our relationships, we start to have a warm feeling inside. And that feeling is to truly love another human being regardless of their wrongdoings or mistakes, <clears throat> is actually very beautiful. Because it shows that you have start working on yourself in a more positive direction. Because human beings tend to work on every other human being that they see pointing the finger outwards, basically living other people's lives instead of living their own lives. So very importantly that we snap out of it, that we stay focused on positive 
personality traits that we focus on making good friends with decent human beings that also have beautiful personality traits. And by doing so, we can actually, and I have said actually many times now, sorry about that, we can basically become whole with ourselves and the creator of the universe. But it requires us to truly believe that he is going to send his Holy Spirit to us, but only when we relax, only when we start to be moved by the love that he has showed us through his greatest sacrifice of all, his one begotten Son. Because realizing the greatest sacrifice of all means also sacrificing yourself to God, saying that you trust in Jehovah God so much so that you basically allow your life in his hands. And that's the most beautiful thing that you can do. I'm not saying that it's <laughs> easy to do this at all, of course. But I'm saying that it's the most profound thing that you can do today in your life is letting your own mind go and taking on the mind of the Creator. Because He all wants us to love and care for each other. He does not want violent thoughts. He does not want us to look at the garbage can. But because we are created with a free will, we can basically do whatever we want, and his resistor or his adversary has made this world so that it is looking very pleasable to us, all this from the garbage can. It is luring us in to believing that here are true happiness. Just follow this garbage can. Just eat from this garbage can and you will get healthy. You will feel alive. You will feel true happiness in your life. But it doesn't work like this. You cannot start calling evil for good and good for evil. It does not work like this. So is violent video games bad for us? I let you decide for yourself. Is violent movies, basically where people are torturing each other, is that good for us, for our minds? I let you decide yourself. Is politicians who constantly lie to us and are being puppets by puppeteers in the secret societies, by looking at them, by following them, are they going to provide us with happiness in our lives? I let you decide for yourself. Because I believe that you also have a free will. 
you have a free will to choose whether or not to fill your head with garbage from the garbage can or beautiful thoughts and ideas from Jehovah God, your Almighty One. He wants us to stay clear of this because he knows it's going to hurt us in the long run. We are basically people who are walking on a path that is not good. What did the Bible say about Noah's days? He said, or God said, that the thoughts of human beings were evil all day long. So when he watched our thoughts, our thought patterns, he basically only saw evil. And that's why he flooded the earth. Of course, there were eight people who did not have this personality traits, these thoughts, because they had chosen not to. So I also suggest that you say no to these bad influences. And of course, that also might mean losing some of your close friends. Because if they are constantly talking about bad things from the garbage can, then you are going to be affected by it. And the only way out is to say no to it, is to say no to their friendship. And that can hurt a lot, especially if you have a long-lasting friendship with them and you start to realize the bad influence of your thought patterns, of how you have come to realize that you lead a miserable life filled with miserable thoughts and ideas. Well, that's because you have basically not known anything else in your life. But I'm here to tell you that there are another path. That is that path of love and kindness. Thinking about others besides ourselves means that we think about them in a loving and caring and kind way, but not only thinking about them, but doing their deeds, actually being there for other human beings. That's the most important thing. Because I can talk about this for hours and hours and on the end, but if I do not show love and kindness, when I meet human beings around me, well, then it's just talk, and it's not walk the walk, so to speak. So you have to realize that once you start changing your personality through the meditation, through the help, self-help books, through books that provides us with good and happy and uplifting thoughts, then these thoughts has to be put into action. And by putting them into action, you can actually see and feel your surroundings change as you proceed into becoming a more loving and kind and caring human being. Because there's a lot of bad emotions out there. 
of course, I'm not telling, uh, telling you that every person is bad out there. But what I'm saying is that we, as human beings, are easily fooled, are easily taken over. Our mind is basically easy to take over. Because I have been explaining many times through the Tavistock Institute, through Edward Bernays, through this propaganda, they have taught themselves how to manipulate vast amounts of human beings through the television set, through poking at our bad emotions. And it's basically when they are trying to manipulate our feelings, that's when we should worry. Because there was a lot of people in Germany, for example, you say that, well, Hitler was an evil person, yes, but if he had not been able to fool so many, 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 many people, well, basically he would not even be mentioned in the history books. Because if people had turned their backs on him, said no to him, stopped listening to him, then there would not have been a Second World War. So it's when people are starting to listen to people who want to rule over them that bad things happen to them. So do not allow that to happen to you. Do not let yourself be fooled by liars who lie to you. They might present themselves as beautiful human beings with a beautiful tie on and beautiful speech and thought patterns that might appeal to you. But at the end, when you follow them, you have to follow them through death and despair and misery. Because that's the only thing that they can bring. Because it was the military persons, it was the police persons who were oppressing people when it got really bad, when people had obeyed for a long time their governments, all of a sudden they realized they were in a police state. But then it was too late. But if they had said no to allowing themselves to be being manipulated with, then they would not have been in this bad situation. Did you know, for example, that 4.2 million Nazis were killed after the war, after the war, they were starved to death because every person who was a German, from the youngest child to the oldest man, was considered a Nazi and was considered subhuman. So we basically are very easily fooled into hating other human beings into hating a different group than our own. That's the manipulation. 
They know this. They have used it for thousands of years, playing two groups of each other and seeing them fight because the elite does not care about us. The money grabbers around the world does not care who you are. And if you feel sad, that's something good for them, because then they can manipulate you. But if you feel happy and content with life, then you do not need them in your life. And that's the trick that I'm about to expose. Now the trick is that when you feel bad emotions inside yourself, you have to ask yourself, where did this bad emotion come from? Did it come from Facebook? Did it come from Instagram? Did it come from an outside source? I will guarantee you that not 99% of the time, but 100% of the time, it came from the outside. So you have to realize how much you and I are affected by what we put through our eyes and ears. And it's only when we realize this that we can do something about it, that we can say no to it. I have not basically watched the news for last over a year or so now. And of course, yes, I know sometimes I look at the garbage can, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and I can see that, yes, the government is taking away more and more of our freedoms. Well, that's because we allow them to do that. If the police say no to it, and if the military say no to being manipulated with, well, the scam is up, of course, because that's the only way that they can show their power or their force by manipulating people into hating each other. So do not allow yourself to be manipulated by. It's much easier for us to say no to it. And once you realize how easy it is, you basically say to yourself, I should have done this for many, many years ago. Because now I can allow true happiness to enter my heart and mind through my faith in Jehovah God, the Almighty One, and in His one begotten Son, Jesus Christ. And I know I have to put in a little warning. When you start praying to Jehovah God in the name of Jesus Christ, you will realize that your dreams are going to change, but not for the good, for a while at least, but for the bad. You are going to experience a lot of violent nightmares. And how come you are going to experience this? Well, that's because God has a great resister. He is called Satan the devil, and he is going to resist your trying to get out of the matrix. But if you persist, if you head on, then you will win with the help of Jehovah God, the Almighty One. Because 
the demons and Satan does not like when you use God's name because they fear him, because they know what awaits them. They have rebelled. They have basically been shown the true or whole story, and yet they choose to turn to evil instead of good. So do not allow yourself to turn to evil. Allow yourself to turn to good. Allow yourself to become a more wholesome and loving and caring and kind human being. Allow your mind to alter in the more positive direction so that you take your own mind back to yourself and do not allow outsiders to change your mind in a bad direction. So it's up to you. It's up to me, of course, also. I'm not putting it all on you, of course. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, I cannot change your mind. You have to change it for yourself. You have to say to yourself, perhaps I'm right. What I'm saying is, perhaps altering your mind by just saying to yourself, from now on, I'm going to be very selective about what I'm going to put through my eyes and ears, then you are going to see vast changes in your life. I can guarantee it. And it's going to be positive. But of course, in the little warning, perhaps you have to push through. You have to be persistent. It has to be something that you truly want in your life, Otherwise, you just stay where you are. But I would not suggest that, because that leads to a bad path that is not going to be pleasant to tread on. So our mind needs to change. And in order for us to change our mind, to have an altercation of our mind, We need to come to the realization that we are living in a world that tries to manipulate us, that tries to talk about things that is not going to allow yourself to pursue happiness in your life. I can only say for myself When I have heard a lot of this coronavirus or passport or anything else, vaccines, I feel a certain amount of dread inside, disgust inside, because I know these people in the secret societies have planned this for many, many years. And I know where it's going to head if we do not stop it or stop our mind into allowing them to take over our mind. So, importantly, and of course a little bit of a warning, we are all going to head in a more beautiful direction if we allow our mind to wander in that direction. But it's up to ourselves. I for once have tried many 
different things in life, many different paths in life. But I've come to the realization that it's through meditation, through becoming in tune with yourself, and in this process also in tune with the Creator through Jesus Christ, that I can start relaxing in my life, relaxing my mind. Not worrying so much about life, but just living it. Living it to the fullest, because living life to the fullest can fulfill you in a way that you perhaps did not think about. Because a lot of people, they look to the outside for happiness. They strive for parties, for being together with other friends in order for them to be fulfilled, to be loved and cared for. And of course, yes, if you surround yourself with beautiful friends who also have a positive outlook on life and want the best for you, people who you can trust, people who truly care about you, yes, of course, that I will also highly suggest that you keep on going and keep on doing that, of course. But you also have to realize that it is up to ourselves to mold our mind in the direction that we want. It is not up to other people. Yes, they can have a beautiful mind that we can admire, that we can strive to pick up some of their good advices. But it's up to us to truly take our life back. And by doing so, we are going to take love and kindness back to ourselves, back into our lives, because that's the only thing that counts. Being there for yourself and for others is very important. So I'm not saying that you have to be a people pleaser. You have to take care of yourself first, of course. You have to show this love and kindness first to yourself before you can truly show it to other human beings. But it can be done through meditations, through your willpower. So willpower should actually be the headline. So let's just write this down here. Do you have power in your life? Do you have willpower in your life? That's the question. Because willpower can actually make you push through, make you resist taking stuff from the garbage can. And by doing so, you can actually start molding your mind and weaving out all the bad stuff in your mind. And once you do that, you realize 
that true happiness and love and kindness awaits you very soon. So I do not know if we have to or have a little bit left time. Yes, we can take chapter number two, family. Let's just change the scenes here. Uh, this one here. So chapter number two, family. And this is from the book Love for Imperfect Things, How to Accept Yourself in a World Striving for Perfection. It can feel like a mystery why my child, parents or siblings is thinking or behaving a certain way. But although we may neither comprehend nor like it, we can nevertheless love them, because love transcends understanding. Please look after mom. Every person in this world is someone's precious child, and a Buddhist monk is no exception. Even though monks have left home and become ordinated in pursuit of spiritual enlightenment, most do not cut ties with their parents. Magda Gulandan, one of the closest disciple monks of Shankara Buddha, was famous for his fiddle love for his mother. According to Buddhist scriptures, he descended to hell in order to rescue her. Kosozinko, the great Korean Zen master of the 19th century, also remained a good son to his mother after becoming a monk. Upon having an experience of enlightenment, the first first thing he did was to search for his mother. King Gordon lived with her and spent nearly 20 years looking after her. Following Kudonko's example, many monks nowadays are talking or sorry, are taking care of their elderly parents in one way or another. In my case too, each time I return to Korea, I try to stay with my parents for at least a week, hoping to make up for my absence. But whenever I do, I feel sad to see how much older they have become, especially my mother. Many gray hairs have sprouted on her head, and many teeth have fallen from her mouth. She is not as active as she used to be. It is distressing for a son to see his own mother become old. Although I know that everything in this world is impermanent, I cannot help but wish that my mother might be extreme or accept Sorry, exempt. I'm a lot like my mother. She's an introvert, but with a bright and warm personality. She loves music and art and enjoys reading books, just like I do. If she hears or thinks of something insightful or interesting, she likes to write it down and share it with her family and friends. She can be patient and strong in the face of difficulties. She is also proud of my writings and talks, as they have helped many people. But a while ago I found out that my mother, whom I had assumed would always be healthy and well, had become ill. It seemed she had kept her illness from me because she didn't want me to worry about her. Nothing makes your heart sink more than when you get a phone call from your father telling you that your mother is sick. I dropped everything and flew to see her. Though luckily her illness was treatable, I stayed with her for a full month. It made my heart burn with shame to think that while I had been busying myself trying to help strangers, I had been neglecting my own parents. When I give a public talk, I usually close close by inviting the audience to meditate together. First, I guide people to offer love and good wishes to themselves while caressing their heart. 
Afterwards, I asked them to hold hands with those sitting next to them and to close their eyes. Then I asked them to imagine that they are holding the hands of someone they deeply love and care about, like their mother. Finally, I asked them to send love to the people they just imagined and to repeat this blessing. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be peaceful. May you always be protected. Chanting quietly together like that, a good number of people shed tears. Though we always wish our loved ones to be happy and healthy, we often do not express it, assuming that they already know how we feel. As we repeat the blessing, we regret that we have not spent enough time with our loved ones because we are too busy. I too felt that way as I was imagining holding my mother's hands while chanting the blessing along with the audience. As the words sank in, all of a sudden the following sentence rose up from the abyss of my heart. Mom, Mom, I love you so much. Without realizing it, the word Mom came out instead of Mother. Though it was a little embarrassing, I texted that message to my mother right away. Thinking about it, I couldn't remember when I had last said these words to her. Later I heard that receiving such an innocent message from her grown son, who has left home to become a monk, made my mother cry a great deal, and then she resolved to become healthy again, not just for herself, but also for her son. So, let's just close with these sentences. So can we show our loved ones that we truly care about them? Can we show strangers that we think about them as we think about our loved ones? Well, that's the trick, isn't it? That's very difficult, isn't it? But striving for it, showing that we truly love and care for each other is of the utmost importance. Because remember, it's going to be written in this book of ours. And when we get a resurrection from death to the everlasting life, then we can become truly happy and content with life. Then we can start loving and caring and showing kindness to each other in a more beautiful way that we might imagine today. But why not start today? Why not show love and kindness and caring and being there for others today so that we show that we get a much easier transmission from death to life when Jehovah God resurrects us through his one begotten Son, Jesus Christ. So allow yourself to show love and kindness to yourself. Be there for others. Show that you truly care about others by using up your time with them, listening to them carefully, and by showing loving kindness to them, you are actually showing loving kindness to the Creator. So, I hope this podcast was helpful for you. I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. This is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It's the first of, was not June, I believe. 
Yes, June, 1st of June 2021. The time is 21.22 and it is Tuesday. Bye-bye.